0: happy halloween happy
1: halloween if you're
0: not in the mood to go trick-or-treat at least get in the mood to watch some horror movies with this to kill a loomis (laughs) (laughs)
1: like how you say
0: it you gotta whip your head to
1: kill a loomis this is not a visual medium but yes
0: Welcome back to the Shaking Out Scared Podcast. Here with you as always, your hosts, Eric and Vivi. Today, we're going to be talking about the 1981 film, Halloween two, directed by Rick Rosenthal. But before we get into that, how are you, Vivi? It's Halloween. Yeah, woo-woo-woo. Happy anniversary, too.
1: Yeah, happy anniversary.
0: A year ago today, we were happy in Salem. It feels funny to
1: say that because we also just got married like two months ago again.
0: I guess it's going to be odd to celebrate twice. Which one do you want to celebrate?
1: All of them. Oh,
0: fuck. We also (laughs) got to celebrate
1: our dating anniversary. That's pricey. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Our dating anniversary is around Christmas too. Just lump them all together. Yeah. On the last episode of Scream we kept alluding to something being very exciting. And you probably all know by now because I think we posted it on Twitter. But we got a cat.
0: Yeah, our little mistress of the dark.
1: She's technically our anniversary gift to each other. Elvar Sarah and Loki are not getting along yet.
0: She hisses. He gets spooked because he's a big baby even though he's 50 pounds. She's three pounds. She's
1: a tiny girl.
0: We have learned from her foster that she was actually one of four that were pretty feral when they found them. Obviously, we have to get the most difficult animals just like everything else.
1: We just love complicating our lives, but we hope they get along soon. Both me and Loki got food poisoning this week. Oh, the vet looked at me like such an idiot when I told him <laughs> I fed Loki, tainted meat. He's like, that's why your dog is sick, you dumb bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like how they're like so what happened to loki and i'm like well he just started puking, he just he, started he started puking and shitting and, puking and, and they're shit. like all right well let me go look and see inside and then he comes back he's like, all right cool so we're gonna give him some antibiotic are you sure there's like nothing else i was like well he ate some ham that bb ate and she also was sick and he's like you oh. dumb motherfucker <laughs> i am calling <laughs> <Because>. animal services <laughs> To take this dog away from me. We said it solved the problem. We didn't say find out why. <laughs>
1: we know what caused our problems. Okay. This week has been so crazy that I thought we were gonna come on here and talk about how we thought we lost her the first night we had her, and that is I honestly forgot about that. yes, like I forgot that happened. We didn't lose her. She was hiding in a hole in our cabinet that we, we found out that we had.
0: Going to get her food, and then I came upstairs and I was like, oh my god, Vivi, I can't find her. We had to like put her in a bathroom,
1: the way the shelter recommended, and she
0: was gone. Disappeared. We looked for like what an hour. An hour.
1: For about an hour, <laughs> it's been rough just to like tell you how our lives have been. Yeah. That's not even the highlight of the last week.
0: This has been the roughest October ever. Did someone curse us? If you cursed us, please let us know so I could do it back because goddamn you,
1: mm, there's ways to find out if we've been cursed.
0: We will find you. I don't know who you are, but we will, <laughs> but find, I will you. find
1: you. <laughs> Point is,
0: happy Halloween!
1: Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> scary.
0: One thing I wanted to say before we move on is please send us your costumes, we'd love to see them. Yeah, We're also scary. hanging out with Nightmare on Fear Street from. Friends. we're going to be talking about
1: vampires versus the bronx
0: it's gonna be fun stay tuned go on youtube facebook twitter
1: we'll probably be in costume so keep an eye out for that too
0: can't wait well then what is your creepy content
1: i've just been watching the latest episodes of the movies we love on netflix they've added a bunch of horror movies and i'm a sucker for any horror movie documentary type thing it was something that i put on and i was really interested in watching it but because i was sick i fell asleep and eric ended up telling me about it in the morning
0: it don't almost made me wish I had watched it before we did Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: I think the thing that I learned was that Wes Craven and Sean Cunningham actually got their start in porn. They actually directed a real famous porn movie and that's how they got into directing for horror.
0: Which real famous porn movie so I can write it down for research? (laughs) Well it's like a
1: 70s one so it's gotta be uh, lots of body hair which is what you're into. Oh is
0: it? (laughs) (laughs) One of the other fun facts was that they had filmed so many endings to that because they just couldn't agree on which ending they wanted So I think the guy who was opposite to Wes Craven from the studio, I believe, was the one who wanted Nancy's mom to be pulled through that little window hole. Which I don't know
1: why, because it's such an awful effect.
0: And Wes was so against it, but it ended up being the one that made it all the way through. Because there were like budget cuts. They were trying to get Paramount to get on it. Go watch it. It's pretty cool. Go learn some things. Spoiler alert before we move on. If you haven't seen Halloween Kills, fast forward if you want. We won't talk too much in depth, but I thought it was really fun. I thought the gore factor was fun. That's pretty good. Definitely a more brutal Michael. There were things that I hated, like him getting attacked by a mob. I know we're supposed to hate the killer, but I felt bad for Michael and I was like, look, this is not the way for him to go, man. It's gotta be one-on-one. It's always gotta be one-on-one.
1: My favorite things that people have pointed out is that there is a woman who joined the fight and she has an iron. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, what are you gonna do with that? She
0: was there to steam his his face onto his skin.
1: Kind of what happens in the movie we watch for today. I enjoyed it. Yes, a lot of people seem divided on it. I don't know if it's actually people being divided or just Saying they hate something to be cool. I think it's fun. I think you should take it as fun.
0: Michael Myers is like my favorite slasher.
1: I'm enjoying all of them. It's hard to say. Especially in this like sequel month. I've seen things I like and I've seen things that I'm like. I guess Jason so far is my favorite. I was like, no, I really like Leatherface. But I'm like, oh, but Scream. Even though it's a different person each time. It's still like. It's So I like all of it.
0: They were talking about how Halloween ends, which is supposed to be the next one. Is it going to confirm that he's not of this world? Like suddenly Michael is also like, jason where he's otherworldly
1: i mean yeah we know that michael can't be killed
0: but can he actually be killed
1: yeah he's pretty dunzo in this one which we can talk about in fun facts
0: there's also just so many timelines to this that i think divide people is the timeline for 2018 and kills from the first on yeah i feel like it could have still kept two in i
1: have confusion about their timeline because they say it's only from the first Halloween but then it's including mythology from the fifth one
0: so I read more on that you're talking about the figure you see the little kid in the clown suit I think it's supposed to be that she sees Michael as a kid that's what he was wearing when he killed his Uh, sister okay I also thought it was a flash of the little girl that he grooms later to be like him right what I thought was interesting for kills is that the movies one and two are a lot alike they just like to get Jamie Lee Curtis in a hospital bed and have her there the entire length of the movie.
1: That's true. Different because there's like an angry mob, and in this one, there's hardly anyone in the hospital, which I found weird. Is it perfect? No. Is it fun? Yeah. Because I've seen people that are upset that he kills a bunch of firemen. Why? And he's a I'm killer. like, he's a killer that's literally killed millions of different types of people.
0: I like the trick or treat vibe ahead. It was almost like there's this entire story happening in the background, but also here's Michael killing a bunch of people randomly in Haddonfield, which is what kind of happens in Hollywood too. Also, just funny that H2O exists and yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is also in that.
1: She's in quite a lot of them and I cannot wait to see where this goes.
0: <laughs> These are different timelines, but Jamie Lee Curtis said, fuck it, I'll just do all of them. Um, do all
1: of them. I think you're going to be partial to the film that makes you famous.
0: Well, is that all for creepy content?
1: Creepy content, yes. Okay,
0: what do you have for comfort content? I have nothing. Oh, good. It's Halloween. You shouldn't have anything, but I do. <laughs> it's Hunter x Hunter if you like anime. Kingdom Hearts 1, I'm also playing that. I'm trying to beat that one and 2 to get to 3 because I've never played 3 and 3 oh. has Pixar our oh, that's fun. Yeah.
1: But is that it for our content? Yeah. Let's talk about the drink that Eric made.
0: Yeah, to kill Loomis, to kill a Loomis. Like tequila, but but Loomis, but also he dies, so it's to kill him. Yay. <laughs> tequila. Have
1: we beat the joke into you yet?
0: It is a variation of a White Russian, but it's got tequila in it, and it has pumpkin spice liqueur. Do you want to try it?
1: I do. That is strong, my friend. I just got tequila. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. It tastes no pumpkin. It's mm. at the bottom.
0: I got pumpkin now.
1: All I get. Pretty good. I didn't think that tequila and pumpkin spice liqueur would go together.
0: Yeah, you were worried when I said I was going to make a white Russian with tequila. (laughs) Eric is just
1: way more adventurous than I am with the cocktails.
0: (laughs) You're the one who makes them look cooler, though. This one, I tried to make it look cool.
1: We can figure something out.
0: I got this. You got this. Some orange Go follow our
1: TikTok. Seriously, I really think that Instagram has banned us to the netherworld because nobody sees our posts anymore. And I think it's because we're in a niche that is horror and alcohol, two things that kind of get shadow banned on social media. How do you (laughs) talk to like-minded peers? Or we're just not fucking popular. Let's not blame an algorithm. Whatever.
0: I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Cool. Well, I like it. What did you rate it?
1: I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I really
0: like tequila. And pumpkin. I give it a 4.5. Once you get to the pumpkin piece, it's good. Very strong if you don't mix it. Cheers. Go give it a try.
1: Ready for some fun facts?
0: Yes. Tequila Loomis, tequila fun fact. I've been ready. I'm waiting. I'm dying. Dying in anticipation.
1: Okay. So obviously, if you watch the film, you know it picks up literal. Second after the first. That was not the original plan by screenwriters John Carpenter and Debra Hill. Initially the sequel was planned to take place a couple years after the first incident. It was going to take place with Laurie living in a high-rise apartment but they scrapped that to go with the right after the events to continue the lore of that night, which I find so stressful if I was Laurie. I'd be like, can I not catch a fucking break? (laughs) John Carpenter actually felt like he didn't have anywhere else to go with the story of Laurie and Michael, which is why part three is Season of the Witch. He naturally felt that Dr. Loomis's character was coming to an end as well. That is why he is also killed at the end and why we are left with the scene of Michael's face burning so definitely. However, because we don't see his body, it was left somewhat ambiguous, leaving room for his character to return later on.
0: Well, we think Loomis didn't die.
1: Yeah, but it was John Carpenter's intention to kill off the character since he felt there was no story left between. Michael, well, good, Laurie, and Dr.
0: Loomis. Good, because Loomis is a trash Your character. least favorite character. Allusion to episode one, our best episode.
1: Oh, God. I wanted to listen to it just to compare, see if we've grown at all as a show. I'm, no. I'm not feeling like it right now. <laughs> I'm feeling all over the place.
0: It's okay, it's late on a Wednesday. That's probably when we recorded we the still first don't episode. learn, yeah. do we? <laughs> well, at least we're not watching the movie while trying to record, though. Yeah, that was yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. We yeah. learned
1: from that. So, the character, Michael, has gone through a few appearance changes as the film series has gone on. However... The mask used in part two is one of the original masks used in part one. It looks different because the actor who plays Michael has changed. It is no longer Nick Castle, who is a very tall, prominent looking man. He went on to direct. So instead, the actor was Dick Warlock. Cool, And him sporting the mask gave Michael a different appearance.
0: His head is smaller, looks slimmer. That's you know, sure. because that mask was found in a store, it was one of many masks, just like this one. So I thought it was cool that this movie brings that into account, and is like, there's someone else wearing the same mask, but What happens, obviously, is unfortunate.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just got one more for you. It's revealed that John Carpenter regrets making Lori and Michael siblings later Mm -hmm. on. He felt like he needed something to tie the story together, but then stated that it would have been scarier to leave Michael's motivations unknown.
0: If Michael was just killer for killer's sake. Yeah. I agree. This is why when we were talking about the first one, I'd also said a lot about how they're the sister. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it's not clear here yet.
1: See, I don't know if it's because you already thought that, that you pieced it together. Because standalone, it could have just been theatrics.
0: Him being Michael.
1: Paying homage to his first killings.
0: I think someone in In Search of Darkness, the documentary on Shudder, had mentioned John Carpenter had maybe intended for the Halloween movie series to be a bunch of anthologies with the theme of Halloween. Why would he do this if his original idea was to make an anthology? Was it the studio that said, no, make it a sequel because people loved Michael?
1: It's possible. It did make a ton of money, so maybe the studio was like, Do we need Michael. I think it's also possible to make an anthology in two-part series maybe part three was season of the witch maybe part four was season of the witch 2 so
0: on and so forth Ooh, this makes me want a michael myers series i think we do have it <laughs> yeah with all the movies that are out but just like how scream has a series i haven't watched it
1: oh me either that mtv show
0: yeah like it'd be cool to see this in more depth he's here he killed his sister and now he's here to kill again and had he just hates this town i hate this town <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. (laughs) Reference.
1: He's just a pop punk kid who couldn't get out of his hometown.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to do your speed run since it's your turn to fail? I mean, win?
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: One, two, three,
1: boo. Okay. So we pick up right after the events of the first film. Lori is being rushed to the hospital, and the town's discovering the bodies of all the dead teenagers. While in the hospital, Lori is sedated, even though she's asking not to be sedated. Um, Michael has not been found, even though they think they've killed him on accident, the craziest accident ever. Um, Loomis is still running around crazy, but Michael's still very much alive and chasing after Lori. He makes his way back to this hospital where there is literally no one except a couple nurses and a couple of EMTs. Michael slowly kills them off one by one and finds his way to Lori, who goes catatonic from all the meds she's on, but then wakes up and is able to fight him off. In the end scene, Loomis arrives way too fucking late, not even knowing what to do, shoots him a million more times, and they end up blowing a hospital room up while Lori escapes and Michael is burning and
0: so is Loomis. That's it. Eight seconds left. <laughs> it was stressful. That was so good. Was it? I felt yeah. like I skipped a lot. Although this movie doesn't have that much to it. No, yeah. it felt
1: long and it was only an hour and a half. The first one is probably the same amount of runtime and did not feel this long.
0: I think it's because there's mystery in the first one. And the second one, you're like, well, I know who Loomis is. I know, I know who, who the killer is. is. Yeah, there's less to imagine. So everything all feels kind of dragged out because you're like, you know he's going to get to Lori. And then he kills everybody on the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly,
0: I hate some of the characters too, like that. BMT,
1: <laughs> Loomis gets worse, yeah. But
0: you want me to do a brief over- overview? Over- overview. While Dr. Loomis hunts for Michael Myers, a traumatized Lori's rush to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, and The Shape is not far behind her. This is by David Rush. The Shape?
1: Yeah, he's referenced as The Shape a lot in this one.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish you could see Eric's face. He did not appreciate that.
0: Because the fuck? What are we, in the 50s? That sounds like a 50s superhero name.
1: There's so many references in this movie to him that it's like...
0: He's the mask.
1: The boogeyman. He the is. Mr. Sandman.
0: They were like, there's no boogeyman song, so we need another one with a man. What's the
1: closest thing? <laughs> If anything, anything Sandman
0: fits Freddy. Yeah, I was just about to say
1: that. <laughs> Wrong movie franchise.
0: Well, are we ready to dive in? Let's
1: dive in. I took extensive notes and I'm not going to remember anything. I take a lot of like detailed notes and then I get to the mic and Eric summarizes everything because I just go blank.
0: Then I turn around and I see you writing a shit ton of notes. I'm like, what'd you write down? Nothing happened. You ate a sandwich. What did I miss? Clearly,
1: the sandwich is his childhood it's trauma. It's
0: <laughs> To that ham that Vivian Loki ate. (laughs) It is my drama.
1: (laughs) So we open on Halloween night. Like tonight.
0: 1978.
1: Where? Still in the same night.
0: It basically does what every movie sequel from this era seems to like to do, which is pick up and show you the last five minutes like it was a TV series.
1: The original was released in 78, so it's been like three years yeah i guess you wouldn't totally remember unless you re it
0: in movie history do we say well if they haven't seen it that's kind of their problem
1: i don't think ever even in a franchise there's always a recap harry potter you always get the spiel about how he was the boy who lived
0: probably do it for people who haven't get dragged seen the to the one. theater yeah. yeah in case you don't remember we'll recap it right now yeah we'll do
1: what we literally said we hate
0: just kidding go listen to episode one it's our best episode <laughs> don't so, fucking do that <laughs> was it the boogeyman yeah as a matter of fact Bitch it might be.
1: (laughs) I unloaded my whole clip into him and he's still alive.
0: Six times. Six
1: times.
0: I love how right after this, Michael is walking around the neighborhood and he sees Loomis getting on a cop car and it's still Loomis being like,
1: I shot him six times. (laughs) Six times. He's really pissed. We open on Lori letting Tommy and Lindsay know that they need to run out, ask for help and call the police. While she's kind of having a moment to collect herself after everything that has just happened, we have Michael standing right behind her as the kids run out. Out. We got Loomis running into the home Oh Just- we're actually recapping just in okay. case you haven't said right, I was
0: like, when did this happen? The first movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you do need a recap. <laughs> <laughs> so Loomis enters just in time to shoot Michael six times. Don't forget it. Six times.
0: I almost named this drink six times and put six shots in it, but maybe said no.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't want to die today. Lori does ask him, so it really was the boogeyman. Loomis confirms and runs out to try and find Michael.
0: His neighbor guy's like,
1: hey, what's all that damn racket? I've been trick or treated to death, which is an expression I've never freaking heard in my
0: And Loomis is like, You don't even know know what death death is.
1: Which I don't think was intended to be funny, but Can you imagine being
0: the neighbor and being like,
1: Calm down, man.
0: (laughs) It's a child's holiday.
1: Well, that's what I would say about this man saying he was trick-or-treated to death. Like you stayed in your home and you handed out candy, sir. I get it. Being an adult is exhausting, but come on.
0: (laughs) Kick off another movie and he's just been handing out razor blades. So anyway, Michael's walking POV through the neighborhood and again he sees Loomis getting in a cop car. But he approaches a home where some people are watching the news.
1: They're watching Night of the Living Dead.
0: Oh, but it cuts. I
1: made a note about how many horror movies have The Night of the Living Dead on in the background. I believe it's because the rights to the movie entered the public domain and they can use it without having to pay because I was That's what I watched again. Scary stories to tell in the dark.
0: Yeah. It was in there too, right? <laughs>
1: yes, it was also in there and I was like, this happens in a lot of horror movies.
0: Yeah, I think it's cool when whatever is happening in the background has something to do with what's currently going on in the movie because Michael's in the house and it's the part in Night Living Dead where the brother is like, they're coming to get you, Barbara. And it's Michael approaching to kill these old folks. He grabs the knife that she's cutting with to make a sandwich. She reaches back to grab the knife and sees that it's not there. And she's like, ah! And then Michael kills them, you assume.
1: Because it happens off screen. Mm-hmm. The neighbor, Alice, she's home alone. She's a teenager. Speaking on the phone with her friend.
0: She heard a scream from the neighbors next door.
1: And her friend is basically saying, "Hey, you haven't heard about the murders that literally happen on your street on the radio." We see behind her that Michael has entered through the back door in her kitchen, realizing that the door is left open. Making her way to go close it again, she doesn't even make it before Michael jumps up behind her and stabs her, what appears to be somewhere in the throat or chest, because we get blood splatter upward. And I think that's something I made a note of. I don't believe there was any blood in the first Halloween. The most we get is Lori's wound. Let's confirm. You rarely ever see blood. You just think you do. What? Is it one of those Mandela effects? I will probably have to look this up in
0: more detail later.
1: The next scene we get is Laurie being taken away on a stretcher by a couple of
0: EMTs. One of them's name is Bud, and then the other guy is Jimmy.
1: We also meet a mother and child on their way to the emergency room that literally do not come into play later at all.
0: You have to show that this is a working hospital, even though they never this appear This is again.
1: literally <laughs> the only people in this hospital.
0: Can you address my child? And they're like, no, they main character coming through yeah (laughs) as they're addressing laurie they talk about well where's the doctor and they're like i don't know he's out on a bender he's probably drunk right now and the doctor shows up and he's like give me a coffee
1: i wouldn't want this man to work on me because they're all literally like oh it's laurie
0: why do they all know who she is
1: small town i guess i would hate that so much i believe he is drunk because he came back from a halloween party as laurie is being tended to she keeps saying that she doesn't want to be put to sleep i don't recall her wounds being that Serious in the first film for there to be a reason to put her to sleep? No, because <laughs> I don't. Don't think... worry, the doctor's drunk.
0: He's too drunk. He's to like, know I he's just don't everything. want you to... to him. Her arms were cut off.
1: Her legs were cut <laughs> off. <laughs> he's like, listen, I'm so drunk right now, and this is a liability. You're just gonna.
0: She's like, no, please
1: don't. Don't let this drunk man put me to sleep. (laughs) It has nothing to do with Michael.
0: (laughs) So she gets put to sleep and then we get the cops and Loomis driving. The cop officer Brackett is like, there's no fucking way, Loomis, that you shot him six times. He probably missed. And Loomis does not stop with the six times. I hate Loomis so much.
1: That's not even the worst thing he does in this (laughs) film. Sheriff Brackett is Annie Brackett's father, one of the first victims. What
0: I think is interesting is that Loomis is just a doctor, right? He's no cop or anything in any capacity. (laughs) Loomis is
1: not a cop. He just carries a gun and says, I'm a
0: doctor. (laughs) Doctor from shooting people six
1: times. This man needs a doctor. Like, I understand that Michael's his patient, but I don't think you have the right to just shoot your patient. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No. There's so many things that Loomis does that are questionable. This man is
1: as unhinged as Michael.
0: At least Michael has a reason to be insane. This guy's just insane. Or do you think it's a result of him working in this hospital for so long
1: yeah i think it's a result of him being exposed to michael and just the obsession of wanting to fix him and now he can't fix him, so he must destroy him which is also insanely problematic and toxic
0: <laughs> right after this they see some kids dressed up one of them has a michael-like mask Same I think it's mass, like a different color
1: same jumpsuit <laughs> what are the freaking odds that they'd have the same mask
0: Loomis knowing Michael, does he assume that Michael would just be going up to these kids and being like, give me your candy?
1: Well, Loomis has clearly lost it at this point because he sees this kid and he is ready to shoot him. He is trigger happy. And Brackett actually has to fight him to not shoot. This distracts the poor kid dressed as Michael so much that he doesn't see as another police car crashes into him violently, (laughs) ramming him into another car that as soon as he touches, (laughs) catches fire. It
0: explodes. It
1: explodes. In what world? And the
0: body is like immediately engulfed in flames and melting. Just no hope for this poor fucking kid. And the cop's like, I didn't see him. It's like, dude, this guy was walking across the street as slow as possible. (laughs) He came out of nowhere. What? Sir, you
1: came out of nowhere. I find out that this is a kid that was drunk, but you have to be pretty damn drunk for your body to go up in flames like that. (laughs) Just be full of alcohol.
0: It was just ever clear.
1: He doused himself in it before leaving the party. Another cop comes to tell Brackett the news about his daughter. Fuck that
0: kid that's on fire, but look what's happening.
1: Obviously distressed by his daughter. They go run off, and Loomis chases after them because this guy's clearly dead. He can't tell if it's Michael or not, but if there's a chance that it isn't, because he can't tell, he literally says, I cannot tell. He goes to... Well, he's got a mask
0: on. Did they ever think about that? I don't
1: think Loomis thinks about fucking anything. (laughs) And he just takes off with the cops after that. They just completely don't care that this (laughs) most impossible death has happened in front of them.
0: They use the car that just crashed just and don't exploded to drive That the laws of physics have stopped working. By this logic, our cars should have been exploded outside in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs>
1: when someone tapped them. What happened here? <laughs> the kid have explosives in his freaking <laughs> trick-or-treat bag. It's
0: like somebody in the effects room was like, you know what? We don't have effects to show blood on the screen, but you know what we do have is C4. This guy, Jimmy, goes into Lori's room and just touches her. I thought... Because she wakes up and smiles that they knew each other already. Yeah. But no, he just met her.
1: Could be like when you're on drugs and you see a nurse, you think this is just a medical professional.
0: We're more aggressive in how problematic we see things. But if I saw this today, I'd be like, whoa, that's kind of weird.
1: I will say, though, I was one time so loopy on drugs. One of the times I got hospitalized for Crohn's that my doctor came in to like press my stomach and I went in to shake their hand. So (laughs) I was this creepy person. (laughs)
0: Okay, let's blame it on the drugs then. Uh, It still doesn't make it okay, though. It makes it worse, if if anything. anything. I hate to even write in my note like, oh, they know each other.
1: Yeah, I thought maybe they knew each other from school. I was about to be like, whoa, high school kids could be EMTs (laughs) back in the day. (laughs) I'm unclear if she's a nurse. I
0: think she's like a head nurse. She comes in and is like, Jimmy, go away. He's like, I'm gonna get you a Coke.
1: But he can't because they've been informed there has been more accidents and they have to go retrieve either the victims I imagine EMTs aren't dispatched unless the victims are alive if you arrive on the scene and they're already dead is the coroner? I think it's the coroner I don't
0: know. You're the one who watches all the true crime stuff I I do. I'm just here for the vibes
1: I'm just here for the vibes, (laughs) the dead
0: body vibes (laughs) as chilled as possible. There's a bunch of people where the events from the first movie happened, they end up bringing out Annie. Brackett and Loomis also show up the sheriff
1: is not upset. said enough about seeing his daughter's dead body.
0: I thought he was. He just walks away and he says, fuck you, Loomis. It's your fault.
1: Don't you think you would be so furious you would beat the crap out of Loomis?
0: You're a cop. I don't know. There's this other cop. Mr. Hunt. He's like, is there anything else you need, Loomis, because... You're kind of just in the way.
1: He goes into this insane rant, clearly for the audience members who have not seen the first movie about how he was Michael's doctor for 15 years, giving a bunch of exposition. He's doing this all in front of the cameras. He doesn't even realize <laughs> it, or maybe he does because he's kind of showboating.
0: Loomis is like, I think we need to go confirm whether that guy who we blew up it's actually Michael or not. So they go call a dentist.
1: But before we meet him, we get the next scene of two women arguing about leaving a Halloween party. One of them is Nurse Karen and she needed a ride from her friend to make it to work. And her friend is being an awful friend. She's like, no, find a ride with someone else. And she's like, you promised you'd take me. Girl, it's five minutes away.
0: Also, it's 1am.
1: She might get murdered. Yeah. God.
0: As this is happening, though, in the background, there's a kid who's carrying a boombox and he walks past and bumps into Michael.
1: And that kid turns right around and minds his business which is how you survive <laughs> instead we get the scene of michael making his way to the Haddonfield hospital literally there is a sign we pass like three times in this movie
0: just in case you didn't know where it was suddenly we're at the hospital the girl who left the Halloween party shows up and as she closes the door you see michael in the rear view mirror there's jimmy Bud, and janet who are in the break room and it looks like he's smoking a joint with some tongs but you said they're surgical scissors it looks
1: like surgical scissors it always amazes me how much you were able to smoke freaking anywhere in these movies <laughs> (laughs) Which is just how it was back then. They're all talking about Michael. Rumors about him. What's going on in the town. Janet claims that her friend saw him. Bud's like, your friend's full of shit. Jimmy is way too obsessed with Lori to think about anything else.
0: He's just walking back and forth in the background. Bud pisses Janet off. And Janet's like, oh, you're such a dick. And leaves. Jimmy's pissed at Bud, too. For being
1: insensitive. So obviously he's going to die. Yeah,
0: he's the worst. We get the security room where the security guard is reading his book while Michael is walking. Obvious as hell. In the camera.
1: We also get a TV in the back showing Dr. Dementia, which was mentioned in the
0: first film. Karen gets let in because she's knocking on the door. Security guard goes to help her out. The nurse is starting her shift and is talking to the head nurse who's pissed that she's late. And Michael's just standing around in the bay room. There's so many babies in this room. For this hospital to be as empty as it is, it doesn't make any sense. It's
1: weird. It's only a baby hospital.
0: Yes. But as bloodthirsty as Michael supposedly is, wouldn't you imagine he'd just kill these babies?
1: I think it's in a later thing that he contemplates killing a baby. Oh, Mm -hmm. babies
0: are too much for him?
1: It seems like everyone's too much for him. Like, (laughs) too much, too dramatic, you gotta kill them.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Killing a baby's, like, the line. I don't know.
1: We also get another scene of Jimmy going to visit Lori. He is the one that basically informs her. Michael Myers is the one that attacked her. And Lori is shocked. She's, like, from the Myers house.
0: It made me realize that in the first one, I guess she never knew that it was Michael.
1: Yeah, it really makes you think like, oh, the whole audience knows. Crazy that our main character doesn't. She's also wearing a pretty bad wig in this movie. Pretty sure she had cut off her hair at this point for other roles. I believe she was in prom night. could be wrong. Again, I'm just spewing <laughs> nonsense all the time. This nurse is like grade A cock blocking Jimmy. She like
0: hates him. She has a sense for when Jimmy's in there.
1: Maybe he does this with all his patients and he's just a creep.
0: Truly, but- if he's going in there touching hands.
1: Yeah, that is really creepy. Don't do that. He's also useless in this film.
0: <laughs> he doesn't die either, right?
1: He does. Okay, I looked this up in fun facts. There is a ending that's the TV version where Jimmy does live. It's Lori and him being taken away in the ambulance. They hold hands and he's like, "We made it." But in this one, apparently, when he passes out in the car before driving away, it's implied that he died.
0: Oh what? Lamest death ever. Concussion. He just passed out.
1: I thought so too. This is what this article
0: said. Okay, so they also just are like, he's dead probably. He's probably fucking dead. But there's no way to tell. Oh no! Bring Jimmy back for. Halloween ends maybe they're talking about how they can't find her parents her parents literally do not give a shit about her yeah as the nurse is trying to call the parents the lines are not working she calls for Janet telling her to
1: go get the security guard mr garrett and figure something out for the phone line janet has this funny response she's like he's all the way at the end of the hall hospitals are freaking huge someone being down at the end of the hall actually doesn't sound that far
0: she goes the cops like all right guess i'll have to go check the poles he Gets spooked by a cat that jumps out at him he then goes into this maintenance room slash storage area
1: He sees that the locks are broken so he suspects someone has broken in. At this point I think he radios Janet. Janet is like I cannot hear you. I do not
0: speak robot.
1: The scene when Mr. Garrett goes on for way too long it's a bunch of fake jump scares that aren't scary at all. You don't hear the blaring Michael music.
0: It isn't until he opens a door that takes up a majority of the screen that you're like he's gonna close it Michael's gonna be there and that's exactly what happens.
1: I wonder if this was scary to audiences because once you see the first one you know to look in the wide screen maybe yeah. we're just jaded cuz we've seen so many of these at this point
0: i think the music coming out when michael's out ruins the surprise anytime michael's about to pop up it's like you know he's there.
1: Which is why I don't get a lot of scenes of suspense that happen where there's like fake jump scares and stuff. Like, you know it's not him because the music hasn't started blaring.
0: <laughs> yeah. Going back to a fun fact that I mentioned on our Friday the 13th episode, this is the scene I was alluding to when a cop slash security guard gets a hammer to the head and Michael uses the butt of the hammer.
1: And he makes no sound.
0: No. He doesn't even scream when he sees Michael. He's
1: like, oh, finally. I'm a security <laughs> guard in a hospital. Please kill me.
0: Oh. I thought you were saying like, this was his moment to shine and it didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he was sad.
1: back to loomis and the dentist he asked for this scene <laughs> made no sense to me he wants him to identify michael without providing any existing dental records and then is upset that the dentist cannot figure out if it's michael <laughs> just from looking <laughs> at a set of teeth Jeez. i have records of my actual patients i just have these guns <laughs> Couldn't someone look for that instead? Wouldn't that be more telling? The dentist says he has no fillings, so he has to be young. Aren't young people the people with the most fillings? Like, they eat a lot of candy.
0: Yeah, I think I got my first one at 16. So Loomis is stupid.
1: They assume that it is a 17-year-old child anyway, logically.
0: And then Loomis is like, oh, man.
1: Michael's 21.
0: Math! He's got too many cavities.
1: That's not him. Instead, he says, this is taking up too much of my time, and we must assume that Michael is still alive somewhere. Why couldn't you make that assumption in the first place? The way that they are so dismissive of this child is insane.
0: (laughs) It's not Michael. All right, well throw it in the trash. We don't need it anymore. People are throwing stuff at the Myers house. An
1: angry mob has descended. be angrier. I mean, they are throwing bricks at windows.
0: Loomis takes every opportunity. He's just like, oh, in 1963, took care of this guy for 15 years.
1: No one is having this conversation with you, Loomis. Loomis is expositioning so freaking hard right now that he forgets how to smoke.
0: (laughs) He forgets his social cues.
1: He really does. He (laughs) forgot his script. It was the most awkward exchange I've ever seen in a horror movie this man pulls out a cigarette puts it in his mouth hands one to loomis loomis immediately pockets his cigarette the cop then puts the lighter in his pocket as well and he's like oh shit you light these things right to smoke them lights his own then tries to light loomis's cigarette who he has not noticed has put it in his pocket he lights it a couple times loomis is just looking at it like dude i'm monologuing right now put that away
0: loomis looks at the lighter like he's never seen a fucking lighter in his life
1: (laughs) grabs it from him and puts Puts it in his other pocket. He just stole this dude's lighter. <laughs> in the defense of the director, how hard is it to be like, yeah, just go smoke a cigarette on screen like two normal fucking people?
0: Oh my god. So, socially awkward, Loomis says Michael is the ideal patient. He didn't talk, he didn't cry, he didn't do anything. Basically describing a dead body.
1: <laughs> they don't bother me. It's yeah, like, as long
0: as they're dead. That's why he's obsessed with Michael. Maybe he's like, Michael's not dead, he moved.
1: Plot twist Loomis is actually killing all of his patients and is upset that Michael is
0: the one that got away. And Michael's the vigilante
1: in trauma (laughs) getting revenge on the people who put him there haddonfield yes i would totally watch that movie (laughs) hire me hollywood we finally figure out who the poor 17 year old was he is one of the kids of haddonfield bennett tramer his two friends go up to mr hunt saying that he's missing he was wearing a very odd mask And that he cannot be found. He was also very drunk. All they say is that he's 17 and wearing a mask. And they look at each other like, oh, shit.
0: You won't tell if I don't, right? Gotta get our story straight. He blew up on impact. He literally
1: (laughs) just touched a car and it exploded. (laughs) That's how fucking drunk he was.
0: His blood was airplane fuel. (laughs) What
1: is this scene? I'm just so bad about it. (laughs) Cut to another scene back at the hospital where Karen is making her rounds. She gets frightened by a call light.
0: She enters this room. We get the music with a hand reaching out for her from the bed. Turns out to be douchebag bud. He tries to kiss Karen, but Karen is like, no, what the hell? He starts to say a bunch of misogynistic shit to her and she's definitely disgusted by him. But then he's like, forget about your patients. Let's go to the therapy room. She's like, okay, fine. But let me go check on the patients first. It's like, dude, what? You were just disgusted by him and then suddenly you're into him?
1: Yeah, it seems like they're in a toxic relationship beforehand. They're not just spontaneously doing this. Still doesn't make it okay. He's still a creep. But Karen is also a terrible fucker nurse she was late and she's ignoring her patients
0: she does say i need to go check the kids first that's why later i would
1: not be comforted by that
0: he's you know he's just waiting in the therapy room in the hot tub it's
1: not even a hot tub isn't it like patient therapy like that's why it's
0: like a hot tub for therapy
1: (laughs) (laughs) a hot tub therapy you so, don't need therapy you need a hot tub <laughs> there's a quick cutback scene to Lori having a nightmare there is a woman saying to her that she's not even her real mother which we are assuming is Lori's mom what a horrible thing why is she say. yelling at her <laughs> she literally just asked a question ma'am
0: <laughs> we later find out too that they're the reason that she doesn't know that she's adopted they told <laughs> them like don't tell her anything but still she's like i'm not your real mom but also you're not adopted
1: i'm gonna say that to my kids loki <laughs>
0: Elvira. but we do see young michael in white sitting in a chair who turns around and smiles at his sister Lori. Lori gets distracted by some blood?
1: She's still having this nightmare. We don't know this at the time but the head nurse has been murdered and her blood is dripping. Through the ceiling? I don't know if it's through the ceiling.
0: Lori suddenly has heightened senses for blood. She's a vampire. Going back to the therapy room. Bud is waiting in the hot tub. Karen starts to get naked and they emphasize her undressing scene very heavily.
1: To the point where we were like.
0: They made sure the lighting was perfect. On her fake boobs.
1: We were actually arguing if it was like one of those fake Fake? breastplates because they really were like, we spend a lot of money on these. We're going to get the shot.
0: Glistening. Spray, everything.
1: (laughs) I was like, why did they linger for 10 minutes on those (laughs) fake boots?
0: So she starts to get in, is complaining a little bit about how hot the water is. Michael is turning the dial up on the heat. They're making out and Bud's like, no, it's cool. Like, you'll just get used to it. She's like, no, no, no. It's actually really hot in here. You need to go and turn the heat down. Michael is turning the dial and there's literally a dial that says danger zone. Like, why is this a thing? (laughs) One day the doctor's like, you know what? Your legs are so fucked up. I'm gonna have to boil them. <laughs> I'm gonna have to boil your legs back to normal.
1: This was designed by the same person who put the self destruct button on that truck.
0: <laughs> on that kid. On that kid.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine making a kid and you're like, you know what, let's just put a
0: self destruct button on it? <laughs> For whenever the baby gets out there. too powerful. While- Karen is getting dressed again. She's like, we've been here too long. I need to go back and check on my kids. Karen, you literally took 10 minutes to undress and redress. (laughs) In the background, in the steamy window, you can see that Michael is choking butt out and kills him. Comes into the room. Karen doesn't turn around and she's just like, no, bud, I gotta go check on my kids. He puts his hand on her shoulder. She starts to suck and kiss his fingers. And she's like, no, 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 I can't. But maybe we can go hang out somewhere afterward. She turns around and he starts to dunk her head in the boiling hot danger water. Her face comes into pieces, his hands are fine. That's true. You can just assume he just doesn't care.
1: I mean, he literally took six bullets to the chest. (laughs) What's a little hot water?
0: I think I'd rather... Get shot than fall in water.
1: So that was what was so unrealistic to me about this scene. You mean to tell me the woman? The woman was like, the water is too hot, and the man was like, no, it's fine. Bullshit.
0: Yeah. Wedding and Karen are dead.
1: Honestly, they both sucked, so I'm not really upset. The next scene is the cop and Loomis in his school for some freaking reason.
0: This whole scene, what is it about? Just to say that he wrote Sam Hine and Blood on the board?
1: Just to give Loomis <laughs> another freaking thing to obsess over that is like. I don't even know if important. any of
0: what he says about Sam Hine is true. Sam is that true?
1: Hine was a season of heart that takes place on the day of halloween
0: he's like Samhain means lord of the dead
1: sir where did you get your degree i knew you weren't a real fucking doctor give me those <laughs> yeah, guys
0: yeah. there's a knife through a kid's drawing and a knife through a, one of the little girls
1: it is a very crude drawing one of the detectives is like oh he stabbed the sister a bit but, on the
0: nose man but, like why is michael going to the school like Laura's not a child
1: no that's <laughs> why i don't know why they're
0: here he just found some random kids little drawing Do You know
1: how much my sister pisses me off i have to go to school find a drawing to stab of just any
0: sister <laughs> you have to imagine michael walking through each classroom just to see where the second graders are it's gotta be a kid's drawing
1: you know what on his way to the hospital he's like i've got some time to fuck around with loomis
0: <laughs> let me <laughs>
1: just leave a weird trail of shit
0: at the same time a woman walks through the door and is like dr loomis Let's step outside for a second. It's Marion Campbell. She's telling him, I got a call from Smith Grove. I'm here to get you because Dr. Rogers wants you to come back after having had your patient kill people and then get away from you. The governor said you need to shut this shit down.
1: Super <laughs> shady on their part because they don't want the health department anywhere near this. Um, it's kind of all over the news, ma'am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Instead of listening to her, is like, they should have listened to me. I told them.
1: Should have listened to you about what? I don't he get it. He keeps
0: talking about how he told them that Michael was a different breed
1: okay but you also oversaw his transfer and failed that
0: i guess the alternative is loomis just killing his patient which while is what work. he's been
1: doing i'm telling you but he's been ordered back
0: He's like, no, I'm not leaving. Just tell them you couldn't find me. She's like, no, there's actually a marshal outside waiting for us to go.
1: The marshal ends up not being that intimidating in the first place, so.
0: No, he's the worst.
1: We cut back to Jimmy visiting Lori once again. He basically confesses love for her, which is the creepiest thing to do. While me. she's frozen? While she's asleep.
0: With her eyes open, right? That's why he's like telling her these things. He realizes, oh shit, is she alive?
1: He basically says, I'm not going to let anything bad happen to you. Sir, you just met this woman. That's this weird. is why that head nurse is like, get the fuck out of this room, you creep. He calls in this nurse and then this nurse tells Janet to go find the doctor. Aren't doctors paged, buzzed over the intercom? It seems very ineffective to have someone go have to look run for and the look doctor. For you.
0: Unless he's in his private room because he's got like a fish tank. It's in a his very office. fancy office.
1: I do believe there are like showers and beds for doctors and nurses that work overnight. Or this looks work like a double hotel room. <laughs> mad luxurious. <laughs> yeah.
0: Janet goes and looks for the doctor and the doctor is facing away from her. She's like, look, Lori's passed out. Hello, we need help her like right now. She goes to turn his body and he's got a needle right through the eyeball. We get a little close up. I don't know if this would kill you. A needle through the eyeball? i I guess it depends on
1: what you reach with the needle
0: yeah michael comes out of nowhere obviously comes up to janet and he pulls back the needle goes through her temple and pushes air
1: that might kill you yeah you're
0: putting air into her brain so he kills her if he did the same to him with through the eye though Eh, it's
1: possible okay i'll give you that one The next scene is the nurse leaving Lori, who is unresponsive by herself. They just can't do this, right? If someone's unresponsive, you have to be there.
0: Do you think that it's because they're realizing, like, where is everybody? The nurse is like, oh,
1: shit, this isn't even a real hospital. (laughs) (laughs) She gets called by another person patient i don't
0: know you have to imagine the first one took place early in halloween night you're thinking it's probably past like midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m patients are asleep and the only ones that are calling are the ones that need help at this time
1: that logic doesn't pan out for me because i would imagine halloween to be one of the busiest nights in the
0: er but this seems to be that's the... where
1: Lori is because she was taken in for emergency services after yeah but they attack. put her out
0: and then they put her in an actual room after they helped her it's... they don't keep you in the hour ER the entire time
1: maybe it's because i've stayed in hospitals way too many times i know that they don't leave you the fuck alone
0: all night. Well, that's why these nurses keep coming into her room, but they're running out of people because everyone's dying.
1: <laughs> everyone's literally dying on the job. As the nurse leaves to go check on this other patient,
0: Michael enters the room and stabs several times at the bed, moves the blanket, and it's a bunch of pillows. Lori gets seen walking away and limping because she's somehow new to leave before Michael showed up.
1: I don't necessarily think it's that she knew Michael was there. I think she's just so loopy from the medication The point where she becomes lucid is when she sees Michael. (laughs) She suddenly starts running very normally.
0: That nurse sees that Lori was gone and she's looking for Lori.
1: She runs into Jimmy instead as Michael watches them behind a hospital sheet. Jimmy tells her that they need to search for Lori.
0: Jimmy's like, you need to go find the cops. Jimmy goes and looks in a bunch of rooms and finds that the head nurse has been killed because her body is just hanging over the side of a bed. This nurse has like an IV or whatever you call it. It's spilling blood and it's a pool on the floor. So he walks away and then just gets a concussion after slipping and falling on No ground.
1: My issue with the scene is that he was able to walk close enough without any problem. And we just pan out and there was a huge puddle of blood on the floor the whole time. And as he walks away is when he slips. I
0: thought this was going to come into play later. Maybe Lori was going to walk in and think he's dead. Or Michael was going to see and be like, oh, he's dead already. And then ignore him. And then Jimmy was going to save the day. But Jimmy ends up being useless for the rest of this.
1: He really does. The nurse has made her way to her car Tries to turn it on and realizes that the tires have been slashed.
0: And that the car won't start. So the lines have probably been cut as well. Which is a lot
1: of uh, groundwork that he did there. Because he did it to all the cars.
0: (laughs) She decides to run back in to the hospital instead of going to go get help.
1: Lori is sneaking out of the room.
0: Walking like Bambi.
1: The nurse finds her. She keeps calling after Lori. And this is why I think Lori's kind of loopy. Because she just flat out ignores her a couple times. Until Michael having a scalpel. I believe it's called. How much force do you need to do this? stabs it in the back of the nurse and completely lifts her off the ground.
0: With just the tiny stab, he'd have to have so much grip strength.
1: Again, is this something that would kill you? It could definitely paralyze you for sure.
0: What I think is hilarious is that her shoes pop off. It even makes a noise. It's like,
1: Yeah, there's something like unsettling about that. How much force behind it there is. No, it's not like he
0: knocks her up and then her shoes come out. She's up in the air and her Crocs fall to the floor.
1: Not the Crocs. Her bad bunny Crocs. Lori is suddenly very lucid and starts running away from Michael. The adrenaline. She makes her way into the maintenance slash basement of the hospital. Escapes Michael through a small window and
0: hilariously Michael just is waving his arms around she jumps out the other side of the window I thought she was climbing out of the building but she just ends up on the other side of the maintenance room Michael follows she runs to an elevator and is waiting for it to come the door is open she is clicking the buttons as fast as possible and Michael's just coming through the door is finally closed as she stares at him and he sticks his hand out to stop the elevator and the elevator smashes his hand he's like (laughs) grunt
1: still closes on him
0: it still closes and i think that it would have actually it wouldn't do that (laughs) yeah
1: no he made it just in time to open that (laughs) elevator but we got to give laurie a chance to run away laurie does eventually make her way to the parking lot and enters a random car just to hide in
0: meanwhile Loomis is in the car getting driven away and is telling, again, his story about how he watched Michael for 15 years. Uh
1: this is, like, mansplaining. Maureen is literally trying to tell him something very freaking important. She's like, doctor, there's something you need to know about Michael. No, and he's Sam like Hine Sam Hine, the, the demon. She lets him talk for, like, five fucking minutes about nothing. And she's like, by the way, your patient had a sister. <laughs> it's Lori. At this point, Loomis has realized that Michael's motivation the entire time was getting back to lori yes where she was taken i feel an unnecessary question she was obviously (laughs) taken to a hospital after all this
0: well maybe loomis is also like well she didn't really get that hurt
1: (laughs) too bad the doctor was drunk And disagreed. This doctor is trigger happy and insane. The other one's freaking drunk.
0: He's gonna charge us $6,000 for that one night. Don't you <laughs> remind me. 6000 is so,
1: actually cheap for one night.
0: So Loomis tells the marshal turn the car around. The guy's like nah and Loomis is like y'all fire warning shots before you kill your enemy right? And he shoots a window out of the car and the guy's like don't gotta tell me twice it <laughs> is a U-turn.
1: <laughs> it is kind of funny but this man has lost it. We cut back to Lori hiding in the car that just happens to be Jimmy's car as he's <laughs> (laughs) Stumbles in. And he's like, we're going
0: to get out of here. And he's just staring, trying to turn the car on. It's almost like Jimmy can't see her.
1: He literally only gets in this car to give away Lori's location.
0: Because he falls on the car horn. Of course he does. Loomis and everybody show up. Lori has gotten out of the car and is on the floor crawling when she sees them go into the hospital. And she's like, help. And it isn't until they're inside that she's like, help.
1: I think you would see a woman crawling on the ground. I don't
0: know. Knowing Loomis, he's just set for getting Michael, so he doesn't care.
1: If it ain't Michael, he don't see it. Get you someone who looks at you the way Loomis looks at Michael.
0: (laughs) No, because then he wants to kill you. Then
1: he won't leave you the fuck alone.
0: Lori runs. Michael's in the background. She starts banging on the door. Loomis and Maureen see her. Right at the last minute, they let Lori in and Michael is in the door. He literally and walks
1: through this glass door.
0: This is so cool because he's just like, I thought doors could stop me. I ain't no ghost.
1: It is funny because it takes so <laughs> long. Did you say I ain't
0: no ghost. I ain't no ghost. I ain't no demon. Doors don't stop Buggy me. Buggy man. <laughs> Shout out to Curse of La
1: What are the rules? It's funny because it takes Lori banging on this door forever to be let in, and Michael's like, "I'm gonna just let myself in."
0: I wonder if he uses that technique that they say works—if you hit the glass with your knee and your forehead at the same time, the glass is supposed to shatter automatically. This can't be real. We have glass windows. Let's go try it right now. I think we've made this joke before. Not on the show. I swear we've. We we've made that it anymore. in real life because we're <laughs> just because <record>. you're chaotic
1: <laughs> and you want to crash into your own glass doors. When
0: I used to work at a hotel, there were people who said at the drake here in chicago they had seen a guy in the middle of the night do this where he just was so out of it that he walked through the glass front door when they went to tell him like what the fuck is wrong with you he didn't remember a single thing oh, he didn't that, man remember that was he on so many drugs they were saying that the glass was really thick that it almost was impossible for him to have done this what drugs was he on
1: is my <laughs> next question as michael walks through the door loomis starts shooting once again michael actually goes down the marshal believes him to be dead and is trying to approach michael loomis miss yells at him not to do that he sends marine to go call the cops
0: they're all nonchalantly walking past michael's body i'd be taking my time and moving away i'm gonna just go through
1: the back cool marshall is not convinced though he is like
0: you shot him he's he's dead
1: dead. he makes the mistake of going to check on him
0: lima screams no and that's when michael gets up and slashes the cop's throat
1: the next thing we get is marine calling for help She's a little bit frantic because they're asking, like, who? And she's like, literally the person that's been on the news all night <laughs> is here at the hospital. Yeah. Loomis and Lori are running away from Michael and have barricaded themselves.
0: In some type of oxygen, oxygen tank, tank room. room. I don't even know that they're all oxygen. Right there.
1: Definitely got whatever that kid had on him to cause <laughs> him to blow up like that.
0: Everclear. While they're waiting for Michael, he keeps knocking on the door. Loomis hands Lori a gun. Lori's like, nah, I don't want it. He just puts the gun on the floor near her. Michael finally crashes through the door. He starts to approach Lori. Loomis comes out the side and Michael stabs Loomis in the chest. Loomis falls back and it's just Michael versus Lori.
1: Lori has no choice but to pick up the gun. She tells him to stop a couple times and he does seem rather confused.
0: Something we've seen again with other sequels is that the final girl talks to the villain. In this case, it doesn't make sense for Michael to turn his head because this whole time he knows who his sister is. It's not like there's any confusing piece to it. Maybe he's like, oh, she knows Michael. My name.
1: Could be it or she hasn't really spoken to him. In such a direct way before.
0: So he's like, oh, she knows I'm her brother. But he continues walking towards her. And that's when she fires a couple shots into his head. This scene of Michael's is crazy because he starts to cry blood. There's no obvious sign of a headshot. His mask doesn't have a bullet through it. This is a bulletproof Halloween mask, <laughs> clearly. Well, I started to think maybe she shot like the, the top hair. of his head. Yeah, and that's why it looks like he's crying blood. But he starts to grab at his face. He's blinded
1: by the blood in his eyes. He doesn't let that stop him because he's... He's still swinging his weapon aimlessly. This This is pretty comical. It doesn't look intimidating.
0: While he's doing that, Loomis starts to undo some of the dials on the oxygen tanks. And Laurie joins in.
1: Clearly (laughs) this man knows what he's doing.
0: Laurie doesn't know Loomis.
1: No, he's (laughs) literally just showed up to save her at the end twice.
0: Loomis... Tells Lori, get out of here. Loomis takes the lighter out from earlier with the awkward cop and blows the place up. Literally just open flame, room explodes. Lori didn't even make it that far. Loomis said, fuck it. If she's out, she's out.
1: We get the scene of Lori cowering behind some medical equipment as you don't know if it's Michael or Loomis yet, but it turns out to be Michael walking out of the flames and you think, oh "Oh, shit, he just won't die.
0: However, he does collapse. We see the mask is... Covered in flames and slowly is burning Melting away. Melting
1: away at his face.
0: We get a happy-go-lucky next morning. Lori is getting taken to the next hospital in to town. do it
1: all over again.
0: Some of the cops you're talking about, is that 10? And they're like, yeah, he's killed 10 people. And I was like, oh, his kill count's only 10 in that whole night?
1: Is it the whole night or in that hospital alone?
0: Let's see if we counted the old couple. Three nurses, Loomis and the cop. Oh, and then there's a the security guard. All those babies got blown up too. Fuck. I know. Loomis didn't give a shit about anybody in this hospital. I don't think the whole place blew up, but still he was just too ready to kill Michael. He in the did
1: not care about anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Feel sorry for the patient who was in the room next to the oxygen tanks. You're just chilling. Nothing going on. <laughs> the last scene we get is laurie looking away
0: somewhat pensive the mask is on fire and the mystery of a sandman song plays
1: very upbeat song to end this movie
0: that's it this did you like it i know you didn't
1: i didn't love it it's not horrible I just think it is paced kind of slow. The most action happen literally in the last five minutes. It takes way too long for Loomis to even be anywhere near Michael to be considered his antagonist.
0: But that's what happens in the first one. Loomis doesn't ever actually see Michael until the end. Just comes in to save the day, but not really. (laughs) He's just
1: dragging it out so that when he saves the day, it's more dramatic. What's more dramatic And an exploding kid. That poor fucking kid.
0: (laughs) Who do the cops blame? They're just like, yeah, this crazy ass doctor. Who blew himself up at the hospital? He's the reason your kid's dead. I'm sorry. Clearly, that's who you're we going to blame. You can go Sue Smith's Grove if you want. That's who he worked for. That's true. The governor's not going to be too happy about that one.
1: Because, you know, the governor gets involved with every small town killing, <laughs> it's pace kind of slow. It's revisiting a lot of the same tropes that were really great in the first one, but once you know who the killer is... Not to say that this isn't done better in later films. I think the later films just kind of know what the fans want more. It's not terrible. It's not great.
0: What do you give it? 6.5. Oh, that's what I was going to give it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to give it 6.5. I do miss Jokey Michael. I know that we do get a little bit of that with the kill in the therapy room, but... You don't really get that much value, other than that's kind of like the first one redone in a hospital. He's here to kill Lori and finish the job.
1: And their siblings. Yeah. Surprise. Ah,
0: well, what scared Loki? Elvira. He's just so scared of her hissing, which is surprising to me because he growls at everything else, but he doesn't growl at her.
1: No, oh, maybe she's an alpha.
0: I don't even know that she is. Yeah, maybe in the future we'll have uh, Elvira segment too. She's very vocal. She meows so much. We can tell she's out of her shell because the moment I open the door to go see her, she's like, nah! starts coming out of her bed. It's and like it's she's like, yelling hey, at us. <laughs> yeah, Loki's gonna do well enough soon. I hope. I hope he feels better soon too. We
1: went to the vet. He should be better. They gave us something.
0: But you know what he was wearing? Bats. Bats,
1: because it's Halloween. <laughs> Point is, Elvira scared him.
0: Do You want to tell us about it, Loki? How much do you hate your sister? Yeah, you guys are gonna be best friends eventually. Yeah, get over it. Right now, it's annoying.
1: But that's it for Halloween! Halloween!
0: I hope you guys like this. I wish that Halloween 2 was a little better. Yeah,
1: I kept saying that. I wish we ended on a more exciting movie. That's
0: okay. There's plenty of Halloweens for years to come. It's fun. Go get your candy. I don't even know how it's working right now with COVID. Be safe out there. If you're not getting candy, it's fine. Get a bag of candy at the store. Eat it at home. Eat it at home. Yeah, I bought candy corn the other day and I'm hating it, but I love it. I found out that our condo place doesn't do trick-or-treating, so we need to get out of here. Don't forget to jump on the Nightmare on Free Street live Halloween special. It's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about vampires versus the Bronx. Yeah, I'm excited for that movie.
1: Send us your cocktails that you're drinking that day. Send us your costumes. Send us your pet costumes.
0: Yeah, I don't know what we're going to dress Elvira as because we already had a Loki idea. Maybe we'll do a Loki idea. I think she'll
1: just be another Loki. Stay
0: tuned for the pictures. We really need to start making it. By this episode, we'll already do it.
1: We did it. Good job, guys. We nailed it. Yeah, look at our costumes. We tried so hard. We might delete this part if we don't end up having them ready. In time but as always we hope you guys had a good time here with us you can follow us pretty much anywhere at shaken not scared pod except twitter twitter shaken scared pod you can send us an email at shaken scared pod at gmail.com you can
0: support the show on patreon we'll name our next drink after you with mentions on our website where the drink page will live forever listen to us on all your favorite podcasting sites apple podcast spotify google stitcher a bunch of others give us a listen give us a follow give loki his final halloween treat until next year oh oh Hopefully he's not sick next year. Oh
1: my god. Please be sure to like, rate, review us, all that good stuff. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.
0: Bye.